1: Talk Shoes. Recorded live. Well, hello, welcome to Mark Radio. It's Thursday at 7, time to make the chat board flow. We got Brooke Fork as host with a new 60-minute Mark show. Go look at your screens or give us the call. You can talk with looking and Rich and not be nervous at all. It's Thursday night, time for Marker Radio. Well, you can call in tonight and tell us what we all need to know. What's so on with the show? We got no place to go. Brooke, Rich, and Floyd will tell you what you need to know. Take it away, Brookie.
2: Good evening and welcome. Thanks, Rich. That was a slobbery one. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> Happy Sweetheart's Valentine's Month, and this is being the broadcast prior to that. We say welcome to Myersdale Alumni Radio. And a good evening, wherever you are, from here in southwestern Pennsylvania, where it's about 8 degrees. To how many degrees for you, Rich?
1: Um, It's uh, probably uh, down around 20 right now. Okay, Been a of wind well. of the teens tonight. It was a cold day. It was very windy today as well. So uh, this wind chill, of course, was was quite low.
2: Yeah, same here. And uh, we have a few cold degrees tonight. It's supposed to warm up a little bit the next few days, so chance of rain even with the mixed mixed mixture of winter. And we have Stephen Albright with us. Heard your name this morning, or was it yesterday morning? Yesterday morning, bantering about the... G.I. on our table discussions, Fred Pasquale. Uh, Fred was talking about sports, and he complimented the team that you were on that you played with him So, the, for him and the school, of course, you and some of your cohorts. So that was neat. I remembered that and wanted to say hi uh, to Steve with that memo. We do have a beautiful uh, day in the Myersdale, Pennsylvania area. It's sunny. It's also a day of getting things together and pulling up uh, the new elections for council. That uh, paperwork's being passed out now for those who's going to be running for council in 2015. That you'll hear more about, of course, when that time comes. Had a really nice show, didn't we, Rich, two weeks ago? We
1: surely did. It was nice.
2: And it was on behalf, of course, the school And that's what we're all about, Myersdale alumni. And Mr. Carley did an excellent representation for the school and quite a spokesman. And he could uh, carry on more program, of course. And I invited him to do that in April. I mean, sorry, in March sometime. So we can look forward to an upcoming episode whenever it will work out, either March or April. A busy time of the year is April for Myersdale. You have the Maple Festival, you also have the Death by Chocolate coming up. And you also have the uh, wonderful uh, Murder Mystery. And uh, the characters are back again this year, and that will be on February the 13th and 14th, and not too late to get your tickets. And you can check online at the Myersdale Library and other places that connect into uh, Murder Mystery and the information and details on that. So uh, another thing... You want to know about, since we had the ladies on talking about, the Bangles, Baubles, and Beads event at the Amity Church
1: here two oh, Saturdays.
2: Yeah. I did not hear it officially. It's still unofficial, but I did hear that they did uh, make over $2,500 or in and around about. That's just by he- hearsay. That's, that's GI <laughs> that's that's G- uh, room stuff, you know, that's, you know. But uh, that was nice, very nice, and we will get an update on that soon or later. Josh, is, good evening. Nice having you aboard and guests who's on with us. Thank you. This is Rich Lichty and Brooke Volk, your hosts here on Myersdale Alumni Radio, brought to you in part by the fine folks at the New Republic. If you haven't subscribed to the New Republic in so many years and you're out of town, They welcome your telephone call and give them a call. And for 30-some dollars, out-of-towners can get 51 issues every year for that minimal fee. Keep you up to date on what's going around in your beloved town. And there has been some quietness to the town in the past month. That's good news. There is uh, talk of some nice things happening in Myersdale, as there always is, the upcoming spring season after the Maple Festival, and you'll find the Historical Society opening up the trailhead again. The bicyclists were itching to get out there in this teasingly spring weather. We had about 40 on Sunday, so I did go out on the fat tire again and did some motivating myself from exercise in a little light rain on Sunday. That was a that was a, a nice treat. Rich, what have you been doing down there in the state of Maryland <laughs> Well, there's not
1: much going on. I told you before; we're it's kind of January, February, rather slow for my extracurricular entertainment activities. However, tomorrow morning we are our youngest um, grandson, the fourth of of four, turns. Well, he turned eight this week, so we're going up. um, We're leaving tomorrow morning and running up there, and kind of neat. He's 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 a self-proclaimed scientist already but um they have a really terrific science center uh it's actually next to Statue of Liberty State Park in New Jersey there's a big very modern building uh with all kinds of science in there and Julie uh they have a family membership there each year and uh, they allow they allow you to bring in they allow, they allow people to set up sleepovers on I guess I don't know what nights but they're doing theirs on uh I forget I know, Saturday night. Maybe it's only Saturday nights, and then then you're permitted to stay. And you come in late in the afternoon, and uh, you bring sleeping bags, and it's very rustic. And they have different areas of the building where they have the groups sleeping, and then they have a continental breakfast. And you can stay and uh, at the science center all day Sunday to you know, look at the the exhibits, et cetera. So yeah, she's. Uh, It's rather pricey, but uh, she's just taking he and his brother and the the two parents and uh, his best friend, so the five of them are going, and then we said we would enjoy that, so we're going to do that on on Saturday night and Sunday, so Ah, it could be interesting
2: pre-Valentine's weekend. Very nice. I did want to mention and say thank you for the family's holiday greetings card that I got sometime after the New Year's week here in Marsdale, And Happy New Year 2015 from Rich and Carol. And, of course, you're showing those handsome family members as a group shot, and individual shot. Uh, Pretty neat, Rich. They're going to grow up to be... Lichty's somewhere That's along it. the line. Well, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: they're gonna do that, and there's two. Well, two are named Lichty, two are named Ballet, as in like a dancer, but it's only B A L A Y. So,
2: do they get teased? About <laughs> I ballet? don't know if
1: they're if they're quite old enough for kids to pick up on that yet. Okay. Plus, well, they just got. Nothing. They just got it they're, They just they both just moved up and got a new a new karate belt. They're up on around a third belt. Oh, now, I don't think during their uh, as they mature through that program, they're going to be teased too many, too many times. He, either one of those those two guys. this
2: <laughs> Ryder <or> Chase.
1: <laughs> yeah, both of them. Uh, you know okay. They've they're, they've gotten into the karate and
2: uh, yeah,
1: uh, they've each each time both of them has done the test to, to be able to move up to the next belt. I think. The older one is one belt ahead of the younger ones right
2: now. One, one's red and one's yellow right now. Yeah,
1: well, and then According that was, to the photo. That was before they got a new one.
2: Oh, no, Now oh, they, they just got both a got one. a okay.
1: brand new color.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, Steven uh, yeah. says, like the picture of your fat tire bike in the New Republic, Brooke. Yes, I added that photo to last week's story, I believe that was. Uh, and also, the Fred was a terrific basketball coach. That's great, too. i know. If he isn't listening into an archive program or on tonight, I'll surely pass that along as well. All right. Well, we know that the Valentine's Day has got a bunch of sweethearts here on Myersdale alumni for about, what, fourth? Is this the fifth year in a row? Fourth. Fifth. I get confused. So we... (laughs) But if we started in March, I guess this is our fourth, going into our fifth year. But it's a little over 200 episodes, and you can't judge by that either, 50 weeks or 52 programs in a year. That would be four years, but we have been, went to uh, every other week, so
1: it's a bunch of them.
2: And, yeah, uh, I mean, the well, first
1: one was uh, 2010, so... Okay,
2: so this one in this March, the, then I'll does start does our fifth This season. will be the fifth,
1: this will... Be well, this will be the fifth Valentine's Day, but we've already completed um, well, I think uh, we've completed five full years effective uh, at the end of this season.
2: Well, yeah, okay, okay. You you do the math, Floyd's in there somewhere. We'll talk to him later. You know that Floyd bowed out on the last program with Mr. Carley. Uh, he said he didn't want to uh, take away from the the minutes that we could uh, have our interview with Tracy Carly a superintendent of schools here mm-hmm. in Myersdale. and well, so he he was Sometimes he makes sense well I know I went over on purpose probably two or three times over his bridge and I know <laughs> he's not there right now he's probably in one of his uh, comfortable apartments basements wherever Fred Yeah, tells but he's him. probably
1: brooding I hope I hope Fred didn't tell him there's a groundhog like you said, has taken up residence oh, under uh, his yeah. bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well, that'll have him. that have him in a turmoil.
2: That was in the newsletter. It, yeah, it, uh, I, and it and it is frozen, and there is some little water trickling here and there, but the Flockerty is pretty well frozen, and the Castleman is as well. And I took a picture on the day that I was out over the Castleman River on the uh, Keystone, no, the uh, Salisbury Viaduct. And it was uh, st- hasn't thawed since then. I don't believe so. Wow. Now the ice skaters, I don't think they go out and try that these days. I think all the kids are probably indoors playing their Nintendo games, etc. But Josh is in Tennessee. Is a weatherman been kind to you down there? You've enjoyed some of that little bitter cold weather too, haven't you? But, um, remember the sweethearts? We always did things in school like. Yeah, we had them, but even in grade school, do you remember? Right now, all those packs of cards and to your friends, and on that day in school that they designated it as that day, you handed them out one to another. And yeah, a lot of that people is th-
1: that is a pleasant memory. I hadn't. Uh, you're now uh, reintroducing some thoughts. I do remember that now. That you'd either put them in a little box and bring them to school, or a bag, yes, or something yes. like that. Uh, who
2: who was your first crush? Can you mention anything like that?
1: I'm trying to remember. You know, I think... Well, you know, well, you used to... Remember how you guys used to... Maybe I was even there and didn't realize it was you sometimes, but down there, uh, DePascal's had such a great place for kids to run around and hide and play in in the buildings and the big warehouse and so forth. Yes. And I think... I'm not mistaken, there was a vacant, was there a vacant house down near them? Uh, I don't know if it was mm. even on their property, but it was a big brick house that seemed to be vacant.
2: Was that on their side of the street at uh, uh, Pasquale's Florida? I thought
1: it was on their side of the street.
2: <clears throat> mm, help from the background. Why, Speaking of help, you know, Tom Dahl emailed me and was wondering, since he's down in Florida, Wanted to know, uh, wasn't there talk maybe even on this program some years ago about a Somerset County Day that uh, a lot of those Floridians? Yes,
1: yeah, I actually emailed my brother because he kind of organizes a little bit of thing of like that every every year. And uh, I only emailed it today, and he, he still is pretty busy working, so he probably didn't even see my email request to
2: yeah. shoot us up okay. some
1: information.
2: Somebody else, uh, Rebecca Philson <coughs> diak she uh, emailed and said that her sister Nancy Filson-Copp uh, does know about that, too. So I guess we're going to get to the bottom of it with all these helpers to get Tom some background on when and how and where yeah, in particular. Town,
1: it's a town about um, midway south. If you, if you can picture Orlando, which is more or less in the center of the state. And Tampa, which is over on the Gulf, there's a town a little south of either of them, and about somewhat halfway between, but south of both of them. And I don't yeah. recall the name of that town, but that's where, I'm not sure they'll have it there this year, but that's where they I think they had it last year.
2: I think uh, Bill Price said he heard of something in, around the Tampa area, so...
1: Yeah, it's That's, not far from Tampa, but uh, okay. It's well, more. It's like in a rural setting.
2: Yeah. Now back on the Valentine theme and the sweethearts, there was this empty, vacant house that you're kind of remembering what went on there.
1: Well, you know, the kids you'd go up in and play around in there and sit around, tell stories. And now I'm talking about about at that point, I was probably in second grade, and I think. Um, there was a very quick, innocent little kiss with uh, K. Ann Wagaman.
2: K. Ann?
1: W A G A M A N. And her daughter is in the Lions Club and helps out and and uh, is a friend, pretty good, pretty good friends with uh, the Clapper Boys and all that. And uh, it wasn't this past, probably the year before, they said, hey, I want you. They brought her over and said, uh, um, hey, I want you to meet somebody. This is, and I don't want call her name, but this is Kay Ann's daughter, you know, and she's probably, what, in her mid-40s or somewhere in that range. And you can certainly tell it was mother and daughter. And I, I said, well, Jesus it's nice to meet you. Tell your mom that you met Probably the first guy that ever gave her a kiss today. Oh,
2: <laughs> my goodness. I don't know if she ever did that.
1: And we started laughing.
2: That is cute. Uh, now, now, uh, Kathy Spence says, sounds like a fun time. I don't know what comment that relates that to, but maybe the Fat Tower bike riding or... Uh, Anyway, she says we've had some snow down here in the Tennessee area, but uh, no cold, but no snow. Thank goodness. And do you remember making the Valentine boxes? Hmm.
1: Oh, she says the sleepover a sound. Oh, that was a fun you. time. <laughs> the sleepover was... up at the, that we're going to have tomorrow or oh, Saturday okay. night at the uh, New Jersey. Science
2: well, center. now you know. I'm thinking Valentine. I'm saying no. You and K. N. didn't have a sleepover on that first <laughs> kiss in
1: second <laughs> unless, grade, <laughs> unless <laughs> we, unless we were taking an afternoon nap. <laughs> yeah, <I>
2: know, <laughs> it. that was cute. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Steven says I recall a red brick building to the left of the Wells yeah, at exactly. the back of their parking lot.
1: Absolutely,
2: as he lived on Large Street. Mm-hmm.
1: That was the building. Uh,
2: all right. Then there it is. I know that others have crushes out there. Tell us about them so we can feel warm and giggly inside. Mine was second grade or the first of second time I went through first grade. I don't remember which. So if it was official, if we were in old Paxton's class, would make it second grade. I think we mentioned this before. We went up to Salisbury. And in Salisbury, they put on a play for us, and I don't know what time of the year it was, but there I sat. And for some reason, this blonde-headed little girl, maybe a half a dozen rows ahead, uh, it was like the parting of the Red Sea, and there the heads all parted, and there was this cute little blonde and I don't know what happened inside my heart, but I thought she was so cute, didn't have a clue who she was or whatever, and it was probably weeks, months, I don't know, before I found out who it was because she didn't go to the same school. We did, but still in Myersdale, and that was that Bonnie Gray. And every time I see her in town, uh, she was part of my class eventually, but it is uh, brought up to her that she was my first crush. We didn't have a kiss or anything like that. So, Rich, I think you take the cake. You get well, the prize. That,
1: I, you know what was great about that? Probably the next one was probably nine years later. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the second one. So that had an impact. It imprinted on me, but I sure don't remember when the second one was. It was. All I can say, it was a long, It had to be a long time. To, <laughs> That's fifteen or
2: sixteen years old. Then you would be. Yeah, I probably
1: were. was. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm not my. sure, but uh, I mean, I'm sure you you went to birthday parties and played <laughs> in the bottle and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, well, you you you
2: you're saying you're sure you went to birthday parties, but you remember that you're not putting that question on me. Oh yeah, well, I'm you asking didn't need you.
1: birthday parties to do that. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, you were no. so suave and debonair. The <laughs> oh. Big, okay.
2: How the tall,
1: lanky, uh, yeah, black-haired yeah. guy that uh, sure. had girls swooning all over him.
2: Well, uh, here's a <laughs> here, here's a little ditty from that first kiss that you had from uh, what was what was her name? K. N. Yeah, K. N. says,
1: "You make my heart melt."
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, oh, that sounds sweetie, like the you. little
1: candy hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
2: those she are you. What? What? Oh, jeez. Come on. What? Closer. Closer? Closer. Oh, were you talking to Richard to <laughs> me? Oh, well, there we go. The official opening of the Valentine's discussion. and let's see over. Now, where is Fred when we need him for historical information? Guest three wants to know. And then, spin the bottle was popular back in the 60s and 70s. Yes, it was, Stephen. And yes, I do remember that. And I was probably sixth grade. That puts us at 12 years old. I remember playing that then and being taught that, and it was on and the Then five bottle. years
1: later, the bottles were filled. We still spun <laughs> them, but they were for for a little while. We we spun them after they we emptied them. Yeah, and they were pop <laughs> bottles at the yeah. time, and
2: then years later they become beer bottles. Is that what you're, something
1: uh, you're of that nature? Yeah.
2: Insinuating. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't see too many others absolutely confessing who their first uh, crushes were about or uh, anything like that. And,
1: mm,
2: well, here we go. I still have some of my father's valentines. I need to find them and see if there was one from Jimmy Lichty.
1: Oh, yes. They were buddy. I do
2: remember. Oh, I do remember there was one from Jimmy McClure and Billy Lowrub.
1: Lowreff.
2: Lowry, probably. Lowry, that's how you pronounce that. You know, Kathy, the uh, gentleman that's in the, mm, let's see, the GI every morning usually sits with Al. And by the way, I'll make the announcement, Al Miller is doing very fine after his quadruple uh, surgery on his heart tier two, three weeks ago.
1: I didn't He's, know
2: that. Uh, Walking slowly and carefully, and he can tell that he's not up to playing his bass guitar just yet okay. in the Dells. So I think it's another month or so till they have a gig, a private party or something. But he should be ready by then. Uh, but that's uh, good news on Louis D'Escana again. I hear he's doing well too and recuperating from his heart. Uh, Let's see, stints. I believe they put in, and I think three, but again, this is conjecture at this point. I haven't seen him personally around and about town. But these are people that are near near and our age and time to be thinking of such things and people who uh, need our special thoughts. So, there you go, and there are others, too, but until I get official notification of their condition, I, I won't mention anything. And for those out there that uh, know that I had a little to-do back in October around the thank- uh, Thanksgiving, it, it is Thanksgiving time for me back then because of the way everything went and happened, but that was about...
1: It was,
2: oh, I guess Halloween. I guess I went in the day before Halloween and out on the 31st. Is that the way that works? Close. But anything, everything's fine here. And because of a minor, minor uh, small stroke. Is it a TIA or whatnot? No, they call it a mini stroke. They took it off the TIA side and uh, stuck it over there on the other side.
1: Carol had one of those in it. CIA in a probably about four years ago in a fairly late at night and we were on the boat that night and we had stopped in a uh, oh she had to run in and get some things at Giant for the for the morning and I was of course waiting in the car and uh, she wasn't coming out and she wasn't coming out I was like holy smokes then I see ambulances pulling out the oh rescue goodness. squad I was like, what the heck so I get out of the car and here was her she had. Uh, she had lost her consciousness, and you know those giants—they all have terrazzo, those hard terrazzo floors—and
2: uh, yeah. she
1: she fell down, and I think she she bumped her the side of her head on on the um, freezer cabinet, and then she was on she went to the floor. By then she had been she was standing up, and uh, you know she wouldn't get in an ambulance, she wouldn't go to the hospital, and, and uh, in an ambulance, I said, "Well, you're going over." So we did go over, and they checked her out and wanted her to stay all night. And, of course, she wouldn't do that. So here we go. But I said, you know, back to the boat. And uh, I said, you know, if I'm not sure I can put you over my shoulders anymore and carry you all the way back oh, to the car.
2: There's the a, sweetheart, a do you, sweetheart comment. So you
1: better, you better oh. be good tonight cause if you want to go home in the boat. Well, I book. never,
2: uh, I never heard that story. You no, never I don't think I ever before. shared that one. Uh,
1: but it's but a she's a scary been perfectly moment. fine. She, she takes uh, one of those baby. Used to take a half an aspirin. Now I think she just takes a baby aspirin aspirin in the morning. Yes.
2: I had a checkup on Monday or Tuesday, and I want you to know that, uh, because of this numb leg I've had for a couple of years now. I pinched nerve, and I went to a chiropractor in town, and he gave me some treatments, but he put me on a table and made the table go up, and then he'd push down and up and down and uh, then set me up, and he says, just hold on like this for a moment, and he went, crash, crink, crinkle, crack, I can't even make the ungodly sounds of my body I've never heard in my life, but he was loosening up some things in my back, and on Monday when I was out or Tuesday to the dock, Thomas office here in Myersdale my sister has been there many years and she uh, weighed me took my blood pressure but she I while I was on the scale I said go ahead measure me again Mm
1: -hmm. because
2: I went from 511 to 59 and I said where in the world did those two inches go She she says stand upright and I did and she says well, you are now 5'10". I gained an inch back, and just it had to be the chiropractor decompressing my back and pushing uh, uh, and mm-hmm. cracking. Mm-hmm. So there you go, uh, yeah. I'm guessing. Of course, it could hardly bend over anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you open up a can of worms. Uh, Speaking I'm, of a uh, can of worms, uh, uh, these things pop into my mind. Blame it on a stroke, you know, but I'll just say that this morning, this is the love of us guys around the table to GI, which hopefully you were going to be joining us in. Yeah, uh, I want to come up in a,
1: February. We'll talk about that in a few here.
2: Well, this morning, Mac Beal. Well, let's see, there was uh, Charlie McKenzie was there, and then there was myself and uh, John Smiley was there, and mm, Ron Lee, that's Danny Lee's brother, younger
1: brother. Oh, sure.
2: And here, something come across the table in front of my coffee cup. One was sent over to Ron. One was given to Bill. And Bill said, oh, my, it was a P-38. Okay, folks, what's a P-38? <laughs> not an airplane. Not an uh. airplane. But it's a P-38 used by probably millions of folks. For,
1: for guys that old, it's a pill that... Allows you to pee for thirty-eight straight seconds. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good one, Richard. But you do not get the sweetheart kiss of the day, <laughs> no. It's a can opener that they used uh, okay. in the military, a tiny little can opener with a razor edge that flips over, and you can open cans with it. That's part of uh, the rations of uh, of uh, oh, wow. of the military. They call it a P-38. So he was down at a surplus store in Laval, known to us as Bachman Surplus back in the 60s, and he found a handful of these, and he got us each one. So that was it. Now, I know that you didn't know that about Al Miller, Josh's, and I know these things escape us, but also you bring up a good point. The poet laureate of Springs is also having some heart issues and will have an ablation on uh, February 24th, so he requests some prayers too. Thanks for bringing that up. Ace Otto, who has been, of course, uh, a giver of poetry on this program many times over our past four plus years, and he has sent some of us some emails. Giving us a good report, kind of yesterday, on this ablation thing, and he does wear a vest that will go into operation as a defibrillator if he has any issues before his surgery. So there, and Josh is saying that Andy just passed. That's her daughter. Bye. We got to say that faster. Andy just passed by and said she hopes you two are sending flowers
1: to her. <laughs> yeah, I gave all that up
2: to Floyd Floggerty. I so think if, she has
1: a suitor right now. I haven't heard anything about him, but I'm not sure if that's still uh, still uh, going on or not. But you know, maybe Josh can share that. Well, we don't want her getting too many flowers now.
2: Hey, Andy. Uh, <laughs> Just know that my thoughts are with you. And the biggest bouquet of flowers that you can ever imagine is now at your footsteps, at your foot, at your beck and paw, at, in your dreams, okay? Just visualize that Rich and Brooke sent them out to you in a visual. Go and enjoy your new bow, if that is what Rich is telling me here. I hope that is so. Uh, okay, how was today? Huh?
1: Enjoy your bow, if that is so. Oh, and that wasn't even <laughs> unintentional.
2: It's that stroke thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play that. Natural, I'm gonna, that. I'm going to play that. Yeah, yeah, to the yeah. Sure. Any problems I have or anybody pick it up on, I'll say mini stroke, mini stroke. Anyway, I take a deep breath and I say the next somebody else. Uh, maybe you didn't know about um, Louis Descana either. Uh, no. You did not. Okay. No, we didn't. But Al Miller, he is doing well. But uh, you know Al. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's been a, a very, let's say, uh, an astute observer of our beloved town of Myersdale, and he's played his part in it. I don't know, but I was told that he was planning on uh, running for council. I'm not sure yet. That's just a little preliminary with the preliminaries. But, actually, uh, Bo is no longer in the picture, Rich. If nope. she gets flowers, Mom and Dad will have to send them. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we are sorry to hear about that. And uh, guest number three, by the way, is Rick. That's me. Okay, Rich, then. Oh, ah, yeah, I could you. get
1: my password. To,
2: to I got you. I got okay. so many
1: different passwords, and and then I don't write it. So if I mess up uh, by one, just like that password thing that went around it. Was that Ace that sent that out? That was hilarious.
2: Uh, Yes, that was. Senior citizen with their password.
1: Oh, that was great.
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah, it really was. (laughs) I replied to that, but I forgot the (laughs) reply. I really did. Oh boogers. I just <laughs> forgot about what I replied. Blame to. it on a
1: stroke. It's that stroke. Ah,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it. This is mini-stroke stroke, stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, let's see then. Let's go over to the next channel and open it wide for Floyd Flockerty. I see his channel is on board tonight. That must be you on your private line. Good evening, Floyd.
1: Well, hiya, Brookie. How you doing on this Real cold night here in Meyersdale.
2: Well, we have eight degrees presently, and I trust you are in the warm throes. Oh boy! Of
1: yeah, you though know at the basement it's nice and toasty down here, it never, never ever goes below sixty-eight, and it's usually about seventy-two. So for me, that's pretty warm when you live under a bridge oh, most bleh. of the year.
2: Yeah, you did hear I had spotted something under the bridge. I shouldn't have put it out in the newsletter. What did you spot uh, under
1: the bridge? Nobody told me. uh,
2: uh, A a punk groundhog. A
1: a punk Punk. groundhog? He's going to be a sunk groundhog (laughs) if he's down there messing up my abode.
2: No, he was just checking on his shadow forecast while that other character in the other part of Pennsylvania... I hear he's a new fella on the block. You know, so.
1: when I was a kid, I was out in my backyard, and I was smelling this, arom- this terrible smelling aroma that kept drifting across my yard. I'm going, what the heck is that stinking smell?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So finally, I walked, and I pushed my way through the heads to this guy next door, and he had a big black pot. And a fire going under it and it was smoke was coming up and this terrible smell was coming on. I come over to him and I said, What are you cooking? He said, Oh, there's a couple of good groundhogs in there. Oh dear. You ever eat a oh. groundhog? I said, No, and I'm never gonna try one either. Uh,
2: well there's somebody that probably realizes that was true and uh not afraid to be under your bridge, even though in your absence, he was there. He guarantees the yeah. uh, Plockerty. Yeah. I'll have to
1: find out if he's still alive, because if he is, I'm going to tell him we can get a nice, tasty groundhog, tell you that much.
2: <laughs> well, this groundhog, Punk, he uh, predicts six more weeks of ice on the flockerty. so you know you're good in that basement. for I at least, I uh, hope
1: Fred was watching. <laughs> so that does yeah. throw me out, like the, you know, like in four weeks.
2: I think uh, you got six weeks up to the Maple Festival, even time. I believe. But when
1: safe. is when is that Maple Festival?
2: Well, it's the last week, and then uh, part of the first week, I guess, into April. If anybody have the exact dates? I we'll Appreciate a uh, little you heads guys, up. You guys gonna them. go
1: up on that float and act like crazy people again with the red? solo cups?
2: Well, that's entirely up to those people. If we got an audience on the float, why not give the audience off the float uh, our audience? That That's a good point at this time. So, we got the banners, and we can always get some more balloons, and we can ask for warmer weather, and make it a record breaker this year, near 50. And let's see how it all we'll goes. We'll get a
1: couple bobbles. We'll have banners, balloons, and bobbles.
2: Uh, that's good.
1: Something and like beads. that. And beads.
2: Beads, wasn't Beads. Beads was it good beads? in the 60s. In the 60s, beads, wasn't it? No, it was oh. the 70s.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, didn't that Kim girl and her friends have some kind of a sale yeah, with all those in them?
2: Bangles, bobbles, Bangles, bobbles and beads. beads. That's right, or, uh, yes, and I was stopped in on that day. yeah,
1: that was right. I
2: I was looking for some sweetheart Valentine's Day presents at that place, and I didn't find any, no. I didn't know that uh, Andy was expecting anything from us, flowers or stuff, but I could have got her a real pretty, beautiful, big, big, Big brooch and a bracelet too for about three bucks.
1: I got plenty of them under bridge. I'll send them one. I don't know if they'll survive. <laughs> a box, you know, if they don't get enough air. But the, the roaches, they can live in any uh, environment.
2: Roaches. I said. Why roaches, would you want to,
1: what? a brooch? i never heard of I
2: a brooch. I would brooch. never
1: send a girl a roach. <laughs> a brooch. Oh, a brooch. A brooch.
2: A broach, a big, nice, pretty pin it's, that we used to get our mamas oh, for mothers for Mother's Day. That's not a roach
1: who wears pants down to his knees, is it?
2: No. Oh hey, dear. Hey, broach!
1: What's happening there? Oh,
2: no? You got any good <laughs> tips for us, you all? Oh, tips! Come.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tips. Let's get back on this subject here, because I I didn't come on last week because I I that's heard you right. hadn't somebody who could look up my records, and I didn't. I was laying low. Oh,
2: well, uh, after the program, I heard some rumors. He didn't know your true record, but when someone mentioned about it in the absence of this fellow, they dug up some records. Yeah, they were a little moldy and green, but uh, something about, uh, he used to be a pyromaniac, something setting fires uh, on candles.
1: It was never me.
2: Never floated not, not candles Floyd. down the flock. Not Floyd. Mm. I don't think well, so. Uh, oh, well, maybe and,
1: we floated a few things down the flock. I don't know.
2: That's what I meant. Yeah, lighted candles before the day when they could actually think of doing things like that. and so, Something like you were b- b- after you were out of school, but didn't they catch you bombarding some rubber duckies or something off that bridge?
1: Well, yeah, it, but that was... Uh, I was out of. I was way out of school by then.
2: Well, the mayor Brant told him about that. Apparently, so they've been uh, keeping tabs, keeping tabs on you. Well, and, you,
1: yeah, there's a lot of action going on under that bridge. Sometimes, not by me, but stuff that's going under it that is entertaining to watch.
2: Ah, uh, yeah,
1: all kinds of. Th- well, you know, I found Dave Clapper's cell phone in a
2: plastic that's right. bag. Yes, so you he did. He was nice
1: enough to let me keep it.
2: Well, yeah, he's been down in Florida for a while, and he came back last week.
1: Oh, he's going he on yeah, his actually. little scuba dive again.
2: I I don't know what is. Well, I, yeah, he I, goes I see down him.
1: to some big island. He, he he walks in that island, and he he's like he owns a place. Everybody knows him because there's only there's only about a hundred people to live on the island. Yes. So he goes down there every year because they treat him like a king.
2: Oh, uh, all right. well. And then
1: they take him out scuba diving, and they, he has a good yeah, time doing that.
2: That sounds like a pretty good drawing card. Get well, down there. i got what, a couple of
1: things here for you from the library again. Good. Well, you know, all the, uh, there's a lot of these, there's a lot of chickens up around Hill and Salisbury and Springs and all the mm-hmm. countryside, but I never knew when I was growing up up there, I could see somebody who comes out and grabs those eggs, and they take them and they sell them, or they eat them at their own table. But some, of them, sometimes they let the mother hen. Some of them just stay there and sit on them. Well, did you know, if she's allowed to continue to sit on them so that she can keep them warm, so that she can hatch a chick, she turns that egg about fifty times every day. Really. Yep.
2: I didn't know that. She does, she
1: does, she does. And you know, I don't know how she figured it out, because I've been called chicken brain before, but it's pretty smart why she does it.
2: Okay, so she turns it. She knows it's going to be hatched. What about all those eggs that are taken from her that goes in the skillets? You know, the fry pans. That doesn't make
1: her feel too good about that.
2: I'm just wondering. These people that do that,
1: Uh, I wonder what...
2: Sometimes
1: Gross when they're reaching under her, she lets a little surprise out
2: and she teaches them a lesson. <laughs> but of course so, she's not
1: she's not big enough to protect herself and grab them by by the hand, but she can leave a, a yes. remembrance of her on their hand.
2: Well, then they eat the eggs. The eggs materialize eventually and go throughout the system and and to their brains. So then they have what for brains? <laughs> oh, baby. Well, okay.
1: I'm not going there. But you okay. turn those eggs 50 times a day, and that keeps the yellow, the yolk inside from sticking to the shell and messing up the process of the chick being formed.
2: You know, that is interesting. Why have I never, ever had the curiosity to find I that never out before?
1: Because you've got to go to the library.
2: And when I go in there, I end up talking to whoever I see in there, and I walk out.
1: You, you never talk. Say, uh, I no, I, what, I can't what? imagine you would even go in a library. <laughs> when you see on the door, it says, no talking. It does, There's no way Brooke would go in any building that yeah. says, no talking. Yeah. Well,
2: I did that last week. And I had an idea why I was going in there. When I got in there, Dale Schultz was in there. We started to talk about riding on the trail. And the librarian herself was talking as loud as we were. And I believe her name is Judy. So monkey see, monkey do. (gasps) Because for her to cough that loud. I guess we talked that loud. And. I guess maybe the people down at the computer ends were trying to figure out why we were so loud. But uh, when I walked out and I said, where's my car? Or did I walk down here this morning? <laughs> that was my first problem. Then the oh, second part, why did I go in there in the first place? Oh, uh, then I remembered. But I went home. I didn't want to make a an intelligent bungle butt out of myself. Oh, yes. Anyway, oh, yeah. if you, I, I'm glad you go in there for substances. That's right. You go in there and bring. You got You walk away with some pretty interesting stuff. It's a, a great place. Well, Let's see, I do I want I to say.
1: One Oh yeah, I got one more.
2: Sure, sure. It's
1: it's also about animals and farm animals. This one's about like uh, dairy cattle, and uh, and this is another thing I never knew. If you ever walk in. If you ever have an extra empty beer pitcher or something, and you go to the farm, you better take it along with you because a cow, a cow can produce up to 15 to 20 gallons of saliva in one in one day.
2: So my goodness, how much yeah. is that in relation to ratio of how much milk she can give?
1: Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah.
2: How many I guess gallons it's, of saliva? They, they
1: need that to, to,
2: to, to digest
1: all that, all that cud down in there.
2: How many stomachs does a cow have?
1: That's a good question. Um, I don't even know, like yeah. seven,
2: six. Yeah, I mean. it's, so that cud has to be divided among seven, so I'd take an awful lot of, well, like we'd drink beer and eat uh, hot sausages, or what else do you have? We had to wash it down, wash it down, I, Probably what that cow thinks. Got to wash it down. Well, that's a lot of saliva. Uh, well, with that, we're talking sweethearts, and I don't think you want a lot of saliva when you're making out with your sweetheart, do you?
1: Oh you no, know, I'm trying to think what advantages that would have, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> Not one. That would huh? have, especially I like you know. Well, I, your... you know, it wouldn't be good to say to your sweetheart. This is like kissing a cow. <laughs> that would put you out on the street and You'd be walking home, rookie. Yeah, well,
2: okay. Then that would be like sharing your chewing gum. Hey, hon, <laughs> Yeah. You know, could you take my chewing gum for a while? I'll be right back. Oh, dear. Where do we get this stuff? How come there is isn't never any guests in the female variety on Valentine's Day when we're on? Hmm?
1: They're smart girls. Uh-oh. That's why.
2: We did ask, and Stephen gave us the answer. Maple Festival is March 21st, 22nd, and then the 25th through the 29th, and the parade is on the 28th,
1: which would be a Saturday. Well, maybe it'll get warmer then.
2: It doesn't even sneak into the month of April. Okay, I thought they pushed it back an extra week, but no, that all goes back to stuff. I think
1: it has something to do with Easter, too, when Easter is. Because they don't want it interfering with Easter.
2: You're right. So they and, it
1: in, I don't know, uh, the week before, when is Easter? Oh, sh- oh Stephen, tell uh, us what yeah. Easter is. When
2: is Easter? Uh, I wonder if my little calendar here that I printed out on the stuff says that it's, well, that's got to be March. I don't see anything. Easter Sunday is on the 5th.
1: See? The week before of April.
2: Easter. So that's a week later. Yep. Uh, no, it's two weeks later from the, the, uh, parade,
1: the parade the part.
2: Yeah, okay. March 28th is Saturday, so the following is the 4th. And then you have the following. Yeah, two weeks from parade day is Easter.
1: Now, oh, here's two something, weeks, okay.
2: Here's something for you, Floyd, something romantic. Oh, I can't even believe she's asking you this, but inquiring minds want to know. Kathy asks if you know when skunks mate. Is that an innuendo? Have well, you been I would noted
1: say, whenever they stinking want to?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good good answer. <laughs> mm. Wow. But scientifically
1: yes. scientifically I happen to know most adult skunks breed in late February. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, that, that was would... another library fact. But I'll just share it with you. And and the ones that were born a little bit later sometimes they go into March. But for the most part late <laughs> okay. February. Uh, because the smell
2: doesn't uh procreate as much in colder weather. I Yeah,
1: uh, I think it has more to do with you know how old they have to be to breed and when they usually started. I don't know, it's kinda like when the chicken crossed the road, which is, which, you know, why they crossed the road, which came first,
2: yeah, chicken yeah. and the
1: egg and all that good stuff.
2: Ah, uh, they only meet once a year, then? Mm. And do they get a special prize? How long prize would or? you like
1: to be with somebody that sticks that much? <laughs> you know? <laughs> once a year, I didn't know once a year is I pretty, in fact. Once
2: oh, okay. forever
1: would be enough.
2: You know, she has to agree with you, and and that just blows my mind that you come out with that kind of a statement off the cuff. What a trap your mind what, must be! What is that?
1: Well, who agrees
2: with me? Cassie says I actually saw it on Facebook, and it did say late February and March. <laughs> Floyd is a wizard.
1: Oh, baby!
2: Oh, speaking of wizard, there's another. Book books that I never ever read. Though I bought my son, I don't know how many sets of them two, but I I don't know why he had to have, have two full sets. The Harry Potter stories, and uh, that uh, I didn't know who the author of that book was. And last night I was going across something, and it says uh, this book is about the woman who became the author. So it was a story on Netflix. And it was an unofficial biography of Joan, I believe her name is, uh, K.J.K. Rawlings. Is that the correct pronunciation? And so I watched it, and I said, that's that's what it took for that writer. She always wanted to write, but then uh, children's books weren't in the picture, and then one uh, publisher took a chance, and the rest is history. She's one of the wealthiest women within a few short years, in uh, Great Britain. Uh, why did I bring that? Because we were talking something in my mini stroke. throw that out. Wizard. Yeah, it was about Harry Potter going to wizard school. Remember,
1: Floyd? Well, what well, you think? I you think I get to read under the bridge? It's dark under the bridge? Plus, I don't get to go to movies. Nobody, nobody. I never hear you peeking down. a Hey, Rich, what? You want to go to a movie with me now? No, I never hear that. Well, so I don't get to go to She called you a wizard. What? I
2: think she meant that you went to wizard school.
1: I went to or, wizard school. <clears throat> or you no, qualified? No.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, no,
1: I might I might uh, maybe lizard school because all the animals that hang out under that bridge.
2: Well, here's another fun fact for you, Floyd. Since you're full of uh, tidbits of information. That Phil has seen his shadow out of a hundred and nineteen years, how many times out of a hundred and nineteen times they rousted that fellow to come out and take a look. How many times has he seen his
1: shadow? He saw it every year, but he lies a couple of years a year. that's all Aww. sometimes you go, all right, I better pretend like I didn't see the shadow
2: yeah, I wouldn't put it past you know a, little creature. a few times
1: I don't know how many that would be, but
2: Hundred and two. Oh, every
1: time he sees his shadow he always sees it.
2: So he lied seventeen times.
1: Oh seventeen times
2: And so oh, that's that,
1: that's, a, that's one old groundhog.
2: One old coot. Hundred and two out of a hundred and nineteen years he saw his shadow.
1: Wow. wow. Yeah.
2: And they get thousands of people there for that day. You know, we bring out some maybe a thousand, two thousand, upwards of maybe whatever on that day we are in that parade in the Maple Festival. So they're either coming out to see how maple products are made or to watch skunks mate uh, or see us on the Myersdale float. I don't know which.
1: That's it. Maybe all three.
2: Wow. We're just a wealth of information. This is Valentine's Day. We're talking serious romantic stuff here. Now, if you weren't kissing, do you happen to know when you did smooch or a girl, Floyd?
1: Smooch a girl? Boy, that's a toughie. And
2: this is pre-radio wire. I think uh, uh, I, think I was like 20, 24
1: or something like
2: that. Oh, my. Uh, you were that young? 24 20, years
1: probably old? Probably about 24, something like
2: that. Uh, and was that a sneak approach or was that just a uh, consenting kissing emotion?
1: What's a consenting kissing emotion?
2: That means did you have to pay for it or she agreed to allow you to have a kiss?
1: Oh uh, geez. jeez. So I gotta throw out all the ones I paid for? <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> let me, boy, that that lowers the, that lowers the number way down, Oh <laughs> well. No, no, this was, she thought, I think I did something nice for her once, and this girl, and uh, she she said, uh, she just gave me a kiss, really. I guess I didn't really kiss her. I was kind of surprised.
2: Oh, she kissed you? Yeah. Oh, and you let her get away?
1: I let her, no, oh. she ran. Uh, I, 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 she was faster than me. I couldn't catch her.
2: Okay, that was pre-radio flyer wagon days, yep, apparently. I but okay. I knew
1: I needed something with, uh, with greased-up wheels, mm-hmm. so it didn't happen again.
2: Well, the Amishman hasn't been riding his wagon around town much anymore because he got wind that the elders in his organization uh, have black-flagged him and promised that uh, if it happens again, they may shun his wagon. So Ooh, uh, there has been no upsetting incidences in town where a blame could be put on either one of you in your radio flyer wagons. Oh,
1: boy. That's, that's good.
2: good news. That's
1: good that news is. for me.
2: I thank you for your tips, and uh, let's uh, see. We have a few minutes left of the program. I want to go back to the romantic one and talk a little bit, uh, uh, Rich. Uh, did yes, you catch yeah. all that Flo- Floyd? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's he's.
2: He's being bragged uh, up as being yeah, a wizard yeah, now. Yeah, just get
1: him off there. I did want to... Well, we can go back to the romance. I am coming up in February. I'll have to coordinate it, and you can spread the word. Maybe we can get a, someone to make sure that some guys are around. And uh, Sure. Uh, your former boss apparently is a somebody that knows my uncle fairly well, but... Uh,
2: That's Dean, Dean. Dean Hilligus, who, Yes, I mentioned who's it to Dean. He's been on the show,
1: and he's terrific. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know... Whether we go to two places, we go one place to get some some getting well, some breakfast, and yeah, whatever uh, you you can be in charge of how how the flow of uh eight o'clock. would work
2: eight o'clock is a good meeting time at the g i and mm-hmm. then uh, that melts into about the nine nine fifteen nine thirty hour uh that depends of course go longer it's uh, friends amongst friends, and that just can be elongated into lunch, and you can lunch can then. Get carried away until two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, and things like that. All right. Okay. Now there is, of course, uh, there's other eateries in town, but uh, you just have to play it by ear and uh, your appetite, and uh, <laughs> right. we certainly welcome that. You're just coming up for the day, then, or are you? Gonna yeah, I'd probably it, make huh? a
1: real quick trip and just yeah. to. Uh, to okay. I don't even know. How I, could, I just happened to mention that, and uh, he's. He's in pretty good, pretty good shape for his age, and but he, I guess he doesn't, um, you know, jump in the car and, and drive down to Myersdale so in the morning.
2: All right, so you'll come up from Laurel, Maryland, a hundred and how many miles? Eighty. A hundred
1: and yeah, just in that range, maybe a few miles under that.
2: Okay, and, and take him for breakfast and maybe a little lunch or together, and then later that evening you'll head back to head Laurel. Head back Maryland.
1: down the road.
2: Wow. Well, that's uh, that's something special. <laughs> well, we w- we welcome it, and we look forward to it. And if you can sneak an overnight stay, well, I'm sure we can find you a place to lay your head down, but you'll be apart from your sweetheart. Because <laughs> yep. she's, st- she's staying in Laurel when this happens. Yes, yes it'll be okay. a
1: weekday, and she, she still has a job.
2: All right. Well, Myersdale Alumni Radio is here for you, and I've said this for four-plus years now, and we are certainly looking for radio content. The program is here. The folks keep getting older, and uh, I think of those who have been on the program over the many years we've been on and the fun and uh, topics that we've covered and the news that we've found out about. And when it all is boiled down to the characters of the show, which you all are on this program tonight in most issues or episodes, you are here and we thank you for your support. Ideas, people you want to see on the program or hear from before they all uh, keel over and shrivel up and go away like a box of prunes, Mm. (laughs) including Rich and I, give us... A shout, why not this, why not that? Now, one of the things that Ron Lee, I'll give him credit for it, and we may have touched on it at one time, but he said, you ought to have a program on the ordinances of Myersdale. And that means the ordinance, how the ridiculous, funny, humorous ones, like you can't spit on the streets without a fine, or the cloven, uh, healed animals are not allowed on the streets of Myersdale. Cloven is cattle, pigs, that kind of animal. Horses are not cloven hooves, split, in other words. So they're okay. But that was an ordinance. So I did go to the library, and I did ask on that day I mentioned earlier. That's why I was in there. And the uh, question I gave them was, where would I find the ordinances of Myersdale over the years? And they says, you know what? We don't have anything here. <laughs> and I said, well, what about? Where do you think I might find them? Well, maybe the council has them. They picked them up uh, some years ago from us. They had that memory. Okay, so I have yet to talk to council about it, but I wonder what's on the book. So if you hear anything from Salisbury's ordinances or anything comical, let us know. That's an idea for an evening. Uh, oh, that's, oh just... yeah,
1: that's interesting. I know our community <laughs> when we meet, we moved in. There. They had some covenants, which was one of them was you weren't allowed to, you were not allowed to own any chickens, fowl. Not that we would want them to, but uh, well, we weren't in the borough. We were like out of town. There's, there's a. I'm trying to think. Well, there's a big horse farm up behind us, and uh, you know this this community goes back when that individual and two other local business men uh decided to to subdivide off some of that farmland and uh, you know create a subdivision out here that probably has i don't know 35 houses or so <clears throat> but the one guy didn't want anybody raising chickens next to him so he yeah. had that he had that put in
2: Well, this one last year, because of conversation in the GI, nobody can bury anybody in their front yards here in Myersdale anymore. Oh, gee. So that's uh, something I witnessed firsthand at the GI. Someone said, well, can you bury someone in your front yard? And an authority on the subject says that is not legal, that is not.
1: I didn't know you could bury them in your backyard either.
2: You could put them on the side of your house even underground if you want. It don't matter.
1: You can't even legally bury an animal in your yard in Prince George's County.
2: I know. Well, Myersdale I've
1: got six back there. (laughs) Myrtle
2: was quick to address that once it was uh, announced. It happened one, two, three, and there was an ordinance proposed, and seconded, and it is now. You cannot bury anyone on your property in the borough. Well, things like that are interesting. Now, let's finish up with this on Valentine's Day. Rich, you are a good man to pick up your uh, Uncle Paul and to uh, bring him to breakfast or is it lunch, one of those, two, and give Smirky Smirk a hug from me when you were doing this. Now, apparently Smirky Smirk is a nickname or something that he has been attached with over the years. And oh, that's a funny story.
1: That.
2: Okay, so let's uh, maybe learn about Next. that story. Yeah, we'll have to. And it says... uh well, they said, you both are good fellows. I assume she's talking about you and Floyd. <laughs> Paul? <laughs> Paul would be a good interview for the show. Okay. Now, well, when he's in town and we're talking to him, we'll ask him about that. And how about hanging a deer in your front yard? Is that an ordinance passed? Is that legal or not, says it's Stephen just... Albright? No, no, that's from, no uh, that's from Kathy. Why is that? Well, Stephen got in there but he didn't have any comment there i see so the name he put a period he, he dropped a, period. a little dot
1: there i don't know if what yeah what he was doing uh, with that
2: he's probably that's, saying hey guys it's 8pm let's get right. the dot let's get the dot out of here okay how about hanging deer in your front yard was Kathy's comment so that's we could find that out too and uh, we saw she, that when we yeah, came home did one take time she just took a picture
1: down there next near where uh, Near near where Floyd lives, actually, on, on one side of the bridge.
2: Okay. Well, you know what, folks? This has it's been Valentine's Day. We talked about a little bit of everything, but we did find about a little bit of smooching here and there. Yes, and we what. did, we did. Find. And so that was it. Until our next broadcast two weeks from tonight. Let's check that out on our calendar. If this is the uh fifth nineteenth. That'll be the 19th. We're going to see you back here. And please join us and bring your friends. We'll say goodnight, Rich and Floyd. Thank you. Yep. Thank you to all who joined in with us tonight. Till then, so long, everyone. Good
1: night. We had a good time tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Come back next Thursday night so we can do this all again on Mark Radio. Your Radio. Hey, thanks, Mark. Radio listeners. You know that we want you, we need you, and we love you. Good night, everyone, and until next week, sleep well, Floyd